Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I am not these bubblegum dudes you talking to. Pedro Fernandez. He will be mine in round nine. And if he makes me sore... Thomas and Caballeros, Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Often imitated but hardly duplicated, 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also an award-winning boxing writer. And I won four Golden Glove titles, so allegedly, supposedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? I've always found out the average fan has a different insight on the sport and the business. So if you'd like to impart on the show, here's your opportunity. 1-800-878-7529. The studio 800 number right now. Listener line. 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. 1613. Well, we're a one week removed, of course, from Tyson Fury in that exciting fight with Deontay Wilder. I mean, knock Wilder all you want, but he fought with all that he had. He gave it all. I mean, he gave it his all and he realized it wasn't enough. He just doesn't have the talent. He doesn't have the actual boxing talent. I mean, he's a great puncher. He's been, you know, knocked out 41 or 42 guys, but a lot of those guys are like, bums like me, but um, but the bottom line is he can punch with that right, and so he's must-see TV, and a couple times he cracked Tyson Fury, and Tyson Fury wobbled and fell down. It wasn't an artistic fight by any means, but it was exciting. It was dramatic. I watched it in the strip club with a bunch of hot strippers, and I kept jumping. I, I must have jumped up four or five, maybe six, maybe six times during the fight, thinking it was over. This is it. This is it. This is it. And it wasn't quite over. Bottom line is, it was a great fight. And, of course, Russell Mora, the referee, deserves props for letting that fight go until it went. Bottom line is, great fight, great night of boxing. We'll talk about that more today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Yeah. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 Ring Talk Live Worldwide Brought to you by the WBC With Pedro Fernandez I'm laughing before the break. I had the wrong set of headphones in. I'm like listening to my iPod. You hear what I'm saying? And I didn't have the right headphones in. Crazy. But it only happens on live radio, folks. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, brought to you by the WBC. Check out their interactive website at WBCboxing.com. Speaking of WBC, the WBC champion, the heavyweight title, of course, De- uh, Tyson Fury, defeated Deontay Wilder last week in spectacular fashion. I guess if you were a rock'em, sock'em, robot type of fan and guys were falling down and getting hurt and that guy, this was your type of fight. For me, I sort of like a little bit more art to it. So 
the slugfest, I mean, yeah, it was dramatic. It probably got me, I said, it got me up out of my seat with all these strippers and hanging around me. But it got me up out of my seat like four, five, six times. I was excited. I think my heart was racing this. And so I wanted to give Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, especially Deontay Wilder, because he was tired after the fourth round. I mean, he just was. And he just fought on grit. He just, he just, he, it was grit and determination kept him on his feet from the fourth to the eleventh round when the fight was eventually stopped. So I want to give him props for intestinal fortitude. I mean, what he lacks in, in boxing pedigree, he may make up for it in actual heart and desire. But you know, still that pedigree, you got to go with the pedigree. Of course, Tyson Fury, a guy that's been fighting his entire life. I mean, his whole life is about fighting. I mean, the fighting gypsies, these guys, they, they, they roll around in buses or mobile homes, whatever you want to call them, all around Europe, and they would fight. They would stand and fight people. And his, I think his father was a, a champion gypsy, and of course he was a champion gypsy. But um, as an amateur, he didn't do all that well. He was 20 and 5. Had lost five fights. Who could who could lose to a who could beat a guy that was six foot ten? But obviously five guys did as an amateur. Now as a professional, he is like what thirty two zero and one. Of course, that one draw with Deontay Wilder, he's erased that with the the uh, two wins over Wilder. And, and you know, back to giving Wilder props, I, I just you have to give him and you just have to give it to him. Of course, he was a, a bit of a turd after the fight and wouldn't give uh, Wilder wouldn't shake his hand, wouldn't congratulate him, things like that. But I think he did say afterwards that I just wasn't good enough or something like that, or I, I, I tried my best and I wasn't good enough. So I guess that's sort of that's sort of like his way of of admitting uh, he was beaten. I mean, he, he, a lot of pride in Deontay Wilder, probably too much pride. But the bottom line is, 2004 Olympic bronze medalist carried the carried the ball as far as he can go in the world of boxing. But guess what? He's toast at this point in time, of course. Anything he wants to do as far as a fourth fight is concerned will probably make him some money, but it's not going to be a whole lot different. In fact, I think that Tyson Fury needs to get serious, and I mean serious as far as training is concerned. He looked a little fat around the waist. He had 277 pounds. Um, he leaned on Wilder, and that was a good strategy. I mean, if I had that kind of a weight advantage, I, I, listen, I lean on people without a weight advantage. I mean, it was just something that you did. Somehow you knew, took advantage of guys, zapped guys' strength, and made, made this guy think about me leaning on him instead of him, him thinking about him whooping my butt. Anyway, the bottom line is Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, an exciting fight, no doubt about that. Not one, maybe one for the ages as far as you boxing, uh, rock'em, sock'em guys are concerned. But the purists will back, go back and say, guy six foot ten, guy six foot seven, wow, that's a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of, over 500 pounds in the ring, that's a whole lot of weight, no doubt about that. Anyway, let's take it from the east to the west coast, to the east coast, and bring in the Bronx Bomber himself, boxing's true PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr., sir. And how are you and the family, young man? I am doing great. That's good. How's it going with you? Everything's fine, you know, out here in California, man. Manuel Navarrete was a winner last night on television, beating Joette uh, Gonzalez, that was sort of expected. Now, Gonzalez, 24-2 with 14. Uh, Navarrete, now 35-1, 29 KOs. You're, the, you're boxing's PhD. When's this guy going to step up and make some super fights? He's fighting all these fights that he's supposed to win. Well, he said it after the fight that he that he definitely wants bigger names. Um, he's done well by the WBO, defending his title. Uh, and... That fight, a couple of things. First of all, it started on the East Coast at about 1 in the morning, which was just, I mean, a disservice for one of the most entertaining fighters on TV in the Manu Navarrete. The guy throws, you know, a lot of punches, punches from all angles. He can pop, you know. And, yeah, he's not the, you know, he's never going to be confused with Cornell Whitaker or, or Floyd Mayweather or Willie Pep as far as, 
boxing acumen and just being pretty to watch. But the guy fights. He's great for television. And props to Joette Gonzalez. He, I thought he fought a tremendous fight. He was just a little bit outgunned, outworked. I thought the scores were a little off. You know, I, he fought through a hellacious cut on his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure this morning he's not looking too pretty at all. Uh, he gave it his all but came up short. Um, Navarrete, uh, who's out there for him? Maybe Shakur Stevenson, if he decides to go up and wait, or the winner of, of him and Herring. Oscar. Definitely, he needs to get back into the ring. Let him fight Oscar. Oscar needs somebody to fight Oscar Valdez. He can fight Oscar Valdez at 130. That would be a good fight. That would be a hell of a fight. Absolutely. It's a, it, you know, uh, it sells itself, you know, Mexican, uh, Mexican slugfest. Um, that's a great fight. Um, you know, he is the type of fighter that just kind of outwills you. He's, he's in tremendous condition. Um, he never takes a step backwards. He's there to be hit, but can you keep up with him? You know, it's, you know, it's, watching him on TV, you know, it's like, this guy looks like, is this guy a professional? But yeah, but step in the ring with that guy, you know, catching all these shots from all these angles, and he's got a great chin. Okay. You know, um, he's, to me, he's definitely in the mix of pound-for-pound uh, pound best TV fighters. Maybe, maybe the second best fighter out of Mexico. Some people think maybe the best. Bob Arum thinks the best because Bob Arum is a promoter. It took place in the Pachanga uh, Resort and Casino near San Diego last night. And the, you, know, you know what the greatest moment, the greatest fight moment in that place was? No. When, when Ricardo Mayorga flicked a lit cigarette at Vernon Forrest in the weigh-in. Right in his <laughs> face. Vernon Forrest fell apart. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. And Mallorca got under his skin. Of course, the rest was history. That was one of the greatest moments in HBO history that night when Larry <laughs> Larry Merchant lit up a fig for Ricardo Mallorca. That was, uh, <laughs> that was and it's ironic because probably then Mallorca, you don't have a guy as unorthodox as Navarrete be uh, this successful. So that's a uh, good segue. Was Mayorga more 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 uh, more braggadocio than he was ability? Um, I think he got the most out of his ability, you know. Okay. And everyone of this of that era wanted to fight him because he was money. I mean, you look at his resume; he fought everybody, you know. That uh, all the big names for Oscar, St. Mosley, Fernando Vargas, uh, the late uh, great Vernon Forrest. You know, he he got the most out of his ability, and he can crack. You know, ask um, Six Heads Lewis. Ask um, uh, what, uh, what was uh, the other guy um, that, that he um, ran for us, of course. He he was a bad puncher, you know, and um, great for television, sold tickets. He did not mind wearing the, the, the villain hat, and uh, he was great for the sport. You, you know, really was. Vernon Forrest took me on it like the... Um Oh, uh, God, what casino was the Mirage, one of the shopping centers there, some Caesars Palace, the shopping center. Years later, because I was standing there, you know, on the, on the dice there when this went down with Mayorga, and he thinks like I was Mayorga or something like that, and he goes, you're always talking spit with an H and this and that, blah, 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 and next time I hear about him, he's dead. Somebody shoots him. 
he confused you as Ricardo Mayorga? No, he, he thought I was part of Mayorga's team or something like that. And I was just like a member of the media. He goes, yeah, you guys, all you Nicaraguans, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, yeah, you know, okay, I'm Puerto Rican, Norwegian. I don't know what that is. But anyway, bottom line is Vernon and I, um, he was screaming at me at Caesar's Palace. And I just walked away from him. I've been screamed at before. I've been screamed at by the best, baby. Anyway, um, I just, I, you know, so I just, I just boldly walked away from cold, uh, stro- cool, uh, strolled away. And I never saw him again. The next time I read about him, he jumped out of a car and went after some guys. And guess what? They had a gun. But he had a gun, too. So he brought a gun to a gunfight, and he lost. Yeah. Um, crazy way to go away, to go out. Like, um, Atlanta's no joke. You know, I've got friends in, in Atlanta. And, you know, you have these young boys. You know, they, they walk around with what they call sticks. And those are semi-automatics. And they are not afraid to use it. Um a horrible way to go, uh, uh, Vernon Forrest. And, and Vernon Forrest is an interesting cat because my I interacted with him once at a charity event here in New York because he had a he had a charity uh, that he helped um, mentally disabled uh, folks. He had a like a group home in Atlanta, and he was the nicest dude, you know, very nice guy. But then I saw him be a jerk to one of my best friends uh, for Warriors Boxing. Her name is uh, Lourdes. You know, so he was an odd cat. You know, he's moody, I guess, and I guess he caught him on on a on an odd day, um, kind of like a chip on his shoulder. You know, kind of probably felt never got the props that he deserved. You know, definitely that was the buildup going into the Shane Mosley fight that made him a star. You know, and, and well, <laughs> Shane Mosley, Shane Mosley would have never fought for an enforced if Jin Mosley hadn't got involved. Jin Mosley was. Uh, Shane Mosley's Korean American wife, and she became his manager, and she turned down seven million dollars to fight Oscar De La Hoya because, in a rematch because Oscar was going to get nine million dollars. So it was two million dollars more than than uh, her man Shane would have got. So she instead fought Vernon Forrest for less than two million bucks and lost. Not a good deal. No, and then, <laughs> and then hey, and where is she now? She divorced him. She did. She did. Yeah, you're not saying, no, no. I can't believe that Socrates is so so quiet here. Shane Mosley got dogged by the old lady. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Back with more in Boxing's PhD after this. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Sounds of the mighty Tower of Power coming back to the break. Don't forget TowerofPower.com. They've got it going on now since 1968. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am your ever-so-modest host, Pedro Fernandez, on the line from the Bronx, the Bronx Bomber himself, Boxing's True PAC, Socrates Palmer. Before we get to... Tonight's fights, um, I got to ask you, we're looking back on last week's heavyweight fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. I mean, I, I wasn't really impressed with, with, Deont- with, uh, with Tyson Fury's boxing prowess. I mean, he's got, he's got ability, and he sort of like turned it into a slob fest last week. Am, am I right, or am I just being too hypercritical? Um, you know, I think that was the strategy. You know, I think part of... Uh, the game plan is was to wear down uh, Deontay Wilder. Um, as far as skills wise goes, uh, Tyson Fury is it. He he has the goods. We've seen it in action. Uh, case in point, the first time they met, and you know the second time he, he brought the heat to, to Deontay Wilder. And I guess this time around, it was to take him into deep waters. And he did clip him early, and Deontay showed uh, the grit. That we that we talked about, um, that we probably didn't think he had, but I think that was part of the strategy, just to wear him down, like you said, um, make it an ugly fight, frustrate Deontay Wilder, who going in to this fight is fighting on emotion, anger. Um, so uh, I think that was just part of the game plan. I, I think that physically, yes, Tyson Fury, he looks like a like a sack of potatoes. You know, he's he's got a, a horrendous uh, physique, but he gets the job done, you know, and 277 pounds coming down 
you know, on on the top of Deontay Wilder's head is uh, too much for anybody, you know, more or less, you know, Deontay Wilder. So um, I think he just fought. That was a strategy. Okay. You know, I, I think that he is a skillful fighter. And um, I think that's just what they planned on doing that night. Um, you know, Wilder, Wilder really does crack hard because – when he hit when he hit uh, Tyson Fury on the head, I'd never been knocked down by a shot hit on the forehead. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because I had headgear on. But the bottom line is, I never got knocked down um, at that point from a direct shot. They're always by hooks. But Deontay Wilder had such leverage in that right hand and late in the fight that he was able like to wobble Tyson Fury with that right hand hitting him on the forehead. I mean, yikes! That's unbelievable That's power when you're tired, man. Yeah, de- definitely. I mean, that's the hardest part of the body, you know, the cranium. You know, mm. and he, yes. Um, Deontay Wilder, that's the one thing. That's the X factor, you know, and Tyson Fury was aware of it. That, you know, for the last minute, Deontay Wilder, that's something special that a lot of fighters don't have. Um, punching power late in the fight. A lot of guys are strong early, you know, and then after the fifth, sixth round, they get kind of ordinary. But Deontay Wilder carried his punch late into that fight. And you know he rocked Fury a few times, uh, believe in the ninth round. Mm-hmm. So Fury was definitely aware of it, and um, he, you know, those Tyson Fury did some beautiful work on the inside too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it was nice little, nice little chops inside, little body shots here and there. I mean, he was clever for a guy that's six foot ten. I mean, he was clever in those regards. I just. I don't know. You know, I'm one of those guys that I, I had to make weight, so I look good. So I think everybody else should look good when they get into the ring, too. Sorry, with the exception of two-ton Tony Galento here. All right, let's talk about Mikey Garcia, of course, the former lightweight champion. God, know where he's, God knows where he's been. He fought Earl Spence. He went to distance with that one. He didn't try too hard to win that one. Um, is Mikey Garcia, should he be taken seriously? Because this guy is fighting tonight. Mr. Tell me about him. Yeah, what is Hey, I, I had to do some last-minute cramming. You know, <laughs> very sincere. Um, I couldn't pick this out of a lineup. Um, he's from Spain. Um, just going off of uh, just stereotypical, he's a European fighter who's well-schooled, um, fights that has good uh, fundamentals. He's never been stopped. He's a little younger than Mikey. I mean, Mike, it's hard to believe. Mikey Garcia's going to be 34. You know, in December. Um, so I don't think it's that hard to believe, man. The guy's been fighting for a long time, but he's been doing nothing. I mean, for the while there, he was the rage. You know, he should have hooked it up with Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia. All these guys, those guys, we'll talk about them in a minute. But he should have been part of that 135-pound mix three three years ago. He just sort of like, oh, I'm going to go to welterweight. He just sort of ignored those guys. Javante yeah, Davis. Yeah, well, even before that. Yeah, even before. I mean, his career went a little different, you know, after that fallout with top rank, he was on the shelf for a while. Um, yeah. I mean, he, the Lomachenko fight was something that could have been made, you know, and he was under the top rank banner. Um, did, did the Al money, did the Al money, did the Al Heyman money ruin Mikey Garcia? Cause Heyman uh, was said to have given him a couple million bucks and that he put it away. Yeah. I mean, Mikey seems like a guy that, lives within his means, you know, and I remember years ago, you know, he was, they were talking about him retiring early to be a cop, you know, um, it, I don't want to say he was forced to get into the family business, but it almost seemed that way, but his skill level, he was a, just a naturally talented fighter because even being basically a chubby lightweight, 
You know, he beat guys like Adrian Broner that are naturally bigger and, and real good fighters. Uh, oh, that's Art. not that's not fair because Broner Broner hasn't brought eight cylinder. Broner hasn't had all eight cylinders running in a long time, and he what he didn't have all eight running that night. Well, I mean, you know, still, I mean, yeah, I mean, Adrian Broner's probably uh, you know wasted potential, but. It's still a good, you know, still yeah, a good no, name. No, it was a good win, but poor, you know, if Broner could have just stepped up just a little bit more and, like, got himself together and got himself serious, this and that. I mean, instead of, like, doing those TikTok videos, you know, where you're getting in trouble with judges, you saw that, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he just got arrested last week, you know. Oh, <laughs> it's no. Okay. It's been a while. And so... <laughs> Well, he's got to get in the news. He's got to get in the news. All right, Devin Haney and Joseph Diaz. Diaz uh, is not going to fight, obviously, because Ryan Garcia pulled out with a hand injury. So Joseph Diaz says, you know, come on, Ryan. And Ryan said, well, I need a date for December the 3rd. Can Garcia beat Haney? Can Jojo Diaz? Jojo Diaz, I'm sorry. Can can Diaz beat beat Haney? I mean, is is that a real fight? Absolutely. Jojo Diaz is a good fighter, you know, and um, just not, not to brush aside the Garcia uh, uh, fight that he pulled out with the, with the bad hand, but they really went at, I mean, he took some real personal shots at Ryan. You know, he, he called him some words that I probably can't say on the air. He called him a vagina. He called, he said he must've hurt his hands. Uh, shadow boxing. He, he questioned his masculinity. He really went in on Ryan Garcia. Um, but the Devin Haney fight's an interesting fight, you know. Um, is, would he take that fight? I don't know. Is it the best business move? You know, maybe it's better to just take a tune-up, wait for Garcia oh, to heal up. Oh, man. And you know what? Make- but time out. I be, that's, all, that's all I hear from you from the Devin Haney people is tune-ups. I'm sort of tired of tune When are you going to like... Talk about what? JoJo. Talk about JoJo. Oh, JoJo. No, what I'm I mean, trying to say is that Haney needs... I mean, Haney, that's Haney needs to get Haney needs to get off the get off the spot, man. I mean, the guys from San Francisco. Nobody in San Francisco has any idea who the hell he is. If I went to the mayor, she might not know who he is. I'm, I'm not surprised. Yes, I'm not surprised at all. Um, that's a great fight, you know. I think Jojo Diaz has a really good chance. Um, I, I mean, Haney would probably be favored, a slight favorite. Uh, he's shown vulnerability, uh, getting uh, buzzed by Linares, who's past his prime. But you look at Jojo Diaz's resume. I mean, he fought Gary Russell Jr. You know, he was a very, very good fighter. Um, Seven Farmer. So, I mean, other than business-wise, I don't see why Jojo Diaz would say no to a fight against Devin Haney. Uh, no, we're worried about Haney saying no. Um, what about Gary Russell Jr.? What's up with Gary Russell Jr.? Last time I saw him, he was on the side of a milk carton. I don't know, man. He's like the Perry Como of boxing. You know, he comes out once a year with like a Christmas. <laughs> right? Wasn't that Perry Como shit? <laughs> right? You know? That's, that's pretty good. So is Mikey going to beat Sandor Martin tonight? He better. I, I, I mean, I mean, if he doesn't beat Sandor Martin, then, then what's he doing? You know, the rest, you know, why is he still in the ring? I, I mean, I would expect so. I mean, it's going to be about 20 months since he last fought, uh, Jesse Vargas. Um, I, I think it's probably a nice, easy, easy win for Garcia, and hopefully, 2022, he's in there with one of the bigger names. Boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer, of course, aka the Bronx Bomber. Say hello to the family, the agent, all those important people for me. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate the time as always. Have a great weekend. <laughs>
the great Socrates Palmer. Folks, as we continue with Ring Talk Live, we're on after the break. We'll delve into the world of MMA just for a minute so I can throw some, you know, elephant dung at, at the elephant himself, Mr. Mr. Dana White. So straight up, after this, we'll rip Dana White a little bit and go back to the sport of boxing. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Don't forget the WBC website, WBCboxing.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new Rate Advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. 2080. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. This is something kind of new from the Tower of Power.
Look in My Eyes was one of the recent drops. Cuddy says they're not CDs and they're not albums anymore. They're drops. So that's the latest Tower of Power drop, I'm told. Check it out, towerpower.com. Of course, everything on the band, the albums, the, the CDs, the records, all the songs, everything's there. You name it, towerpower.com. Now, the USC, of course, had a car last week. Uh, big deal. And, of course, they did have a card which sort of blew my mind on September 26th. And the reason why it blew my mind was Brian Ortega fight on that card. He took on Alexander Volkanovsky, who's the current world featherweight champion. Of course, Ortega was a young man, the Mexican-American young man, who I thought would become maybe the Oscar De La Hoya of mixed martial arts. And why do I say that? He was beautiful. He could fight. He was articulate. He, um, he was really gifted in, in, as far as his, his vocal skills were concerned. I mean, he was probably... Probably sharper than Oscar at this point in time, as far as their careers were concerned. Okay, and of course, the MMA career lasts uh, considerably is considerably shorter than the, a boxing career. It just is. I mean, not too many guys last that long, especially in the upper echelon of mixed martial arts. So they put him into this fight with Max Holloway, and after about two rounds, it was obvious. About in the second round, it was obvious. These are five minute rounds. It was obvious. Brian Ortega was going to lose. I mean, he was just getting beat up. There was blood coming everywhere. It looked like some type of maybe a, a wrestling match from the 1970s, and the, and the real Sheik was involved. I mean, Ed Farhad from Detroit. I kid you not. Blood all over the place. So you're watching this, and you know, I say to myself, they need to stop the fight. So the corner needs to stop the fight. The doctor needs to stop the fight. The referees need to These three entities that are in t there's, they're supposed to protect the fighter, they're not doing anything. Okay, so it continues and continues. And at one point, Tom, I'm like screaming at the TV, stop the fight, stop the fight, stop the fight. Because I'm watching what's happening. And what's happening is the years are coming off this young man's life as far as his, his boxing or his fighting career is concerned. The years are ticking away. And they are because he's taking an unnecessary beating. I mean, once you're beaten, aren't you beaten? But not in the world of the USC. No, you've got to be killed or carried out which is bull spit, and you know what I mean? When I say bull spit, I mean spit with an H, and you know that. You know, nobody should have to take those, that kind of punishment. Anyway, Ortega took such a beating that I said, the residual effects, he will never recover from them, and he didn't. I mean, Volkanovsky, good fighter, no doubt about that, but I don't think he's as good as Ortega was. I really don't think so, but that was the key word there was was. Brian Ortega was before that fight with Max Holloway. But they let it go, I think, until the until the, they went into the fifth round before it was stopped. I think it was eventually stopped. But it went, like, probably two and a half rounds longer than it did. And these are five-minute rounds. It's, you know, I mean, that's a long time to be taking an ass with him. But he, so he took, we'll say he took 12 minutes of unnecessary beating. And they took time off his life, time off his MMA career, and maybe time off his life. Actually, in, in all actuality, the bottom line is nobody should take that kind of punishment. And especially when you've got those people there to protect you. The corner, man. What the duck was the corner thinking? And the ringside doctor, whoever that guy was at night, he should be arrested for impersonating a medical professional. Of course, and then the referee, yeah, well, you know, if I stop the fight, mm, Boehner's not going to give me no more TV gigs. So, you know, so there's that. So these guys, the, the, the fighter's screwed. Anyway, Ortega, damaged goods, lost to Volkanovski a fortnight ago, every minute of every round. Didn't win a minute. Didn't win a minute. Okay, he's like lost his second fight, and then he had one no contest. But outside of that, he was spectacular. He was a kid that was going to do it all. He had foundations. He had this. He had that. I mean, foundations like um, charity foundations set up for people in East L.A. and things like that. I mean, he really had a good thing going on there, but Dana didn't like him. 
So Dana, you know, I mean, listen, Dana could have stopped that fight. Dana saw what was going on there. Dana White saw what was going on. He was he, He's ringside or whatever you want to call it at the side of those cages for every single one of those fights for the most part, especially the big ones. So he could have stopped that. He could have put some, he could, he could have showed some compassion, but he didn't want to. See, this is not the, this, the key of the world, the, the, the marketing key of the USC is to let these guys burn out, to let these guys damage themselves, to let these guys, you know, not reach their pinnacle and stay there for a while. So they have death match after death match after death match. And they can, and when I say death matches, I mean, the Ortega fight was a death match. I mean, it just was. I mean, it, I mean, I, I was turning away. There's not too many times I turn away from the TV set, but I was turning away because I was wincing in pain with Brian Ortega and then nobody was stopping it. Anyway, Ortega lost a fortnight ago to the current featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. I would think his career is over. He lost with major scores, five zip, five zip, and like one judge had it by six points. So in one, one round, the judge thought that uh, uh, Volkanovsky was dominant to the point where he gave him a 10-8 round. At the end of the day, Brian Ortega's done. He's just done. I mean, even you know, even some of his, his, his facial characteristics and things like that, I, I mentioned this, it, it's, it all sort of changed after that fight. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like watching Muhammad Ali from 1980 or 1977 to 1982 when he was declining. Okay, but you could see maybe there was some decline going on there as far as he was concerned. At the end of the day, of course, Ortega is only 22, 23 years old. And people say, "Oh, come on, he's got a career in front of him." Not after that Volkanovski match and not after that fight with Max Ortega, Max Holloway. Those two fights took the life out of Brian Ortega. May he rest in peace, and I hope he never fights again. And I don't, I'm not wishing death on him or anything when I say may he rest in peace, but may he rest in peace because guess what? The cage is not where he needs to be. No way, no how. Anyway, Dana's got an event tonight uh, somewhere in, in low in Las Vegas. Next week he goes to Dubai with Jay Blackowitz taking on uh, Glover Texaria. And then, of course, the following week after that, <clears throat> that's UFC 267. Then he comes back November 6th. That case goes three weeks later with uh, Kamel Usman and Covington going to go with a, uh, a rematch that's going to go at the, at the Garden, Madison Square Garden, November the 6th, 2021. So it looks like Dana's going to go toe-to-toe with Cala Plant and uh, Canelo Alvarez. Of course, the boxing pound-for-pound king, Canelo Alvarez, he's going to go toe-to-toe with them. Uh, he's going to go from the Garden. They're going to go from Vegas. They're going to go toe-to-toe on the same night. Who's going to win? We'll see what happens there. Anyway, other fights tonight besides Mikey Garcia and Sandor Martin. Sandor Martin's a good fighter, but probably not going to uh, live up to the bill. Although he says, watch, after tonight you will know who I am. So I hope I hope he lives up to those, uh, those, act, those, uh, those that bragging because if he does, Mikey Garcia, listen, Mikey Garcia needs to go away. He's a good trainer. Maybe he's a good trainer. Maybe he's like his brother. You know, go train people because he's not serious about this game. This fight is a 145 pounds. So you've got a guy that's got a lightweight body that could have made 135 pounds, right, fighting at 145. So he's fighting fat. And whether you want to believe it or not, 10 pounds is a whole lot in the world of uh, combat sports. No doubt about that. And he also on today's card, coming to you, uh, t- today's TV card, coming to you from Sky Sports in Newcastle, the U.K., Newcastle Arena, Christian Hammer taking on Huey Fury. I guess Tyson Fury will be ringside for that. Of course, that's his brother, Huey Fury. He can't he can't fight too much, but um, he's got a good name. Anyway, of course, uh, Cletus Seldon taking on William Silva. That's going to be on Fight and In Demand pay-per-view. <coughs> oh, I know you're dying to watch that, right? Because I'm dying to watch it. Not. Mikey Garcia and Sandro Martin, they're going to go on the zone. And then, of course, the 16th as well as Maris Bredis. Uh, is going to go with Arthur Mann. That's going to go on uh, TBD. What 
is well, how can you have a fight on IBF Cruiserweight title on, and you have the schedule here at BoxingScene.com, and it says, check local listing to be determined, and it's coming to from Lativa. But the bottom line is, you know, come on, what do you got, no TV for that? Anyway, Mikey Garcia, of course, will get some uh, accolades tomorrow morning because he'll probably beat up at Sandor Martin because Sandor Martin's a guy that's been brought in, you know, maybe he's got 10 eggs and not a full dozen, and that's the way they want to pick these guys. That's what, I mean, that's, that's Mikey Garcia's strategy is to pick guys that he can beat and not have to take a beating from. I really don't think he's in this for the hard, the long run. He's not in, his heart is not in anymore. Desire is not there anymore because if it was, he would cut down and wait maybe to 140 or 135 and make these super fights. I mean, Mikey Garcia can make super fights at 135 or one, he could have made 140. He could have, could have said, you know what? I'll go fight Gervonta Davis when he had that WB 140-pound battle. I think he's vacated it. I, I believe, yeah, he has vacated it. Anyway, he had that 140-pound belt. Could have done it. Mikey Garcia could have made a big fight with Javante Davis for big, big money, okay? Didn't want to do it. Mikey Garcia could come down to 135, could have fought the before the uh, the injured Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, I could Mr. Diaz, I can go on and on, but he doesn't want to come down and make the weight. He wants to fight guys, you know, marginal guys, and that's what he is in my mind. He always will be, Mikey Garcia himself, marginal. Uh, pound for pound, of course, the man himself, the heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, last week, of course, showed a... Uh, some grit and determination, without a doubt, when uh, he got up off the ground not once but twice. And, of course, he put uh, Deontay Wilder down three times. So five knockdowns and all. After the fight, here's what the champ had to say. On behalf of boxing fans everywhere, thank you for giving us a trilogy worthy of boxing history. What are you and Deontay made of? Because there was five knockdowns, and this fight could have ended at any moment. Well, like the great John Wayne said, I made a pig iron and steel, baby. Walk me through what got you up twice after you had put him down. First of all, I'd just like to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, I won this fight tonight again. I give him the glory, he gives me the victory. It made me legs strong, I was down a couple of times. I was hurt, wild, a strong puncher, and he's a tough man. I was hitting him with some big shots. And my Lord and Savior rose me to my feet tonight to give him the glory. Is there a level of respect now after sharing the ring for a total of 33 rounds? You know, it was a great fight tonight. It was worthy of any trilogy in the history of the sport. You know, I'm not going to make any excuses. Wild is a top fighter. He gave me a real run for me only tonight. And I always said, I'm the best in the world and he's the second best. You know, he's got no love for me, Deontay Wilder. Because you know why? Because I beat him three times. And it's like, I'm a sportsman. I went over to him to show some love and respect, and he didn't want to give it back. So that's, that's his problem. I'll pray for him so God will soften his heart. But you know what? I want to thank everybody in this building tonight who came out to show love for my sport, boxing. Thank you to every man, woman, and child in the building tonight. Great fight, October 9th, 2021. We'll go down to history as a great fight, I, I hope, anyway. It sure will, and that begs the question, what is next for the Gypsy King? You are the WBC champ. I'm the WBC champ, ring magazine champion, and lineal champion. You know what, I've got to say thank you to my trainer, Sugar Hill, because if it wasn't for Sugar, at America's own, Detroit's own, I wouldn't have got through that fight tonight. He told me, he said, get your jab working, big dog, and shoot that right hand down the middle. He said, in the, only the big dogs pull it out late on in fights. And I said, yes, I got you. And I went out and pulled it out of the bag. So big shout out to me dad, me mum, me kids all watching. I know you've had your hearts in your mouth tonight, but 
Don't ever doubt me. When the chips are down, I can always deliver. Wow, what can I say? He does deliver, no doubt about that. Of course, he was down hard in the uh, second Deontay Wilder fight. That one fight, people think he didn't even get up. But when I saw the knockdown picture at the Park uh, MGM a couple of weeks ago, I took a picture of it myself with my with my camera. But the bottom line is when Tyson Fury was going down, you know, when they thought he was like going to go to sleep, never get up, his eyes were open. He wasn't unconscious going down. So that sort of was the reason probably that he was able to get up like he did. And, you know, of course, like the, the Undertaker or something like that in the WWE, no doubt about that. Straight up, go back to the pound-for-pound pound guy, of course, who once beaten uh, Canelo Alvarez and Caleb Plant. Canelo's saying the fight might be easier <clears throat> than um, a lot of people think. And, of course, boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer sort of viewed that, uh, had that opinion. And Hector Martinez said, no, 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 no. He thinks it's going to be a decent scrap, and he thinks that this guy's going to give Canelo a run for his money. Of course, I don't think anybody's really going to give Canelo a run for his money until he hooks up with David Benavidez. Of course, Benavidez is going to go, what, the week after uh, Canelo's going to go. Of course, David Benavidez... A star, without a doubt, had some roadblocks, some impediments, of course, his substance issues and uh, disciplinary issues and things like that. Couldn't make weight for a fight. Said he had problems training. Of course, it was the beginning of the pandemic. People weren't hip to hip to having to train during a pandemic, things like that. But the bottom line is David Benavidez is going to take on Jose Uzzikantai. That's going to go down November the 13th. Of course, it's going to be on Showtime. And that is going to happen one week after Canelo Alvarez and Cala Plant are going to do their thing, of course, on Showtime. Pay-per-view from the MGM Grand, of course, Cala plant undefeated an american fighter good amateur no doubt about that i mean he's he's established and he's a good businessman a real good businessman because he's pushed himself into a position where he'll never ever have to fight again and have enough money for him his family for everybody for a lot of generations the bottom line is smart business move uh, and i wish him the very best of luck but canelo's gonna light you up like the white house christmas tree you are tuning to ring talk live worldwide and wbc tv you think David Benavides could take Canelo Alvarez? I definitely feel like I'd beat Canelo Alvarez, and I feel like it would right be, now. Uh, right now, I'd beat Canelo Alvarez, and I feel like it would be a great fight for the fans too. At the end of the day, people want to see great fights and fireworks, and that's what I give. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. 
Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. It's been one hell of a year for Ryan Garcia. Of course, the uh, emotional issues, anxiety attacks. He had a couple of fights planned. They had to fall out. Of course, he took a, a little bit, a bit, a bit of a medical hiatus. And now he's got to take another medical hiatus. The fact he's like broke his right wrist or damaged his right wrist. Bottom line is he's getting surgery on that. Of course, his fight in December is off, but you know it's been a rough year for that kid. So uh, I wish at one point in time I really thought he was like the upper echelon of these upcoming lightweights. You know, he was more of like people say he's more of an internet sensation, things like that. I think all a lot of these fighters are internet sensations for to an, to an extent. I mean, not like Jake Paul, but you know all these TikTokers and Instagrammers and all that kind of good stuff. You know, so maybe that. All that popularity sort of takes away or or adds to um, their glory in my mind. And maybe I was overestimating Ryan Garcia's actual value. The bottom line is he's broken his hand or he broke his wrist. He'll be off a few months having surgery. We wish him the very best of luck as far as recovery is concerned. Of course, 100% recovery, both emotionally and physically. I just don't know if he's a real deal or not. I hope he, I hope he proves me wrong. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Saturday edition coming to you live, of course, on WBC-TV. And Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, which has crummy audio as I speak. We'll work on that. I'll make sure that's fixed for tomorrow, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2, 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's Ring Talk Live Worldwide, two hours of Ring Talk and WBC TV, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the same channels. Of course, Larry Murphy will be here tomorrow. Till tomorrow, peace, love, and a ton of respect.